the Bite-Sized Birthday Biography Podcast. I'm your host, Hannah Mira. This is a podcast which shines a spotlight on a person born on this day at some point in history, somewhere in the world, who made a positive lasting impact. Today, December 2nd, we're going to celebrate the birth and life of Indra Lal Roy, the first and only Indian World War I flying ace. He was born on this day in 1898. So I have been doing this show since September 10th, and this is the first Indian human in history that we've talked about. I confess that I know painfully little about India's history. I want to say that when I was in school, the only time we really discussed the history of India was either in conjunction with the spice route or British colonialism. In general, I feel like there was just a lot more time given to European history as opposed to Asian or African history. But I went to school in the 90s, and the counter-narrative wasn't really a thing back then. But sadly, when I left high school, all I knew about India boiled down to Hinduism, elephants, and tiki masala. As a lit major in college, it wasn't a lot better. There was a lot of Euro and American lit courses I had to take as part of my major, one African lit course, one Asian lit course, but the instructor only did Chinese lit, and that was it. I started watching documentaries on India over the last decade, and two of my favorites are Born into Brothels and Daughters of Destiny. Born into Brothels is this heartbreaking 2004 film about the children of prostitutes in the red light district of Calcutta. It got the Oscar for documentary in 2005. Zana Brisky, the writer and director, teaches kids in this documentary how to take photos in order to give them a marketable skill outside the brothel. Daughters of Destiny is a Netflix series about children who are taken from abject poverty and placed into a boarding school in the hopes of elevating them out of their familial cycle of despair. And both of these are great uh, movies slash series, but they both look at India through a lens of being in need of improvement. Yes, there's poor areas. Yes, there's poor people. Yes, there's poor kids. But there is so much about India that is amazing and thriving and rich, and it deserves honor, not pity. So today, I want to do my part to add to the notable and intricate history of India by honoring one of its most shining military stars, Indra Lal Roy. Indra was born in Calcutta, the second son of Pierre Lal Roy and Lolita Roy. Indra came from pretty impressive bloodlines. His brother Parish was the father of Indian boxing. His dad was a well-known barrister and the director of public prosecution. And his grandfather was Dr. Surya Kumar Chakaborty, one of the first Indian doctors to practice Western medicine. When Indra was three, the family relocated to London, where he was given the nickname Laddie by his friends. World War I broke out when he was 16, and even though he was on his way to Oxford with an academic scholarship, his heart felt drawn to aiding the war effort. So Indra signs up for a cadet school at St. Paul's, and he sent designs of trench mortars that he had crafted to the war office. But his real passion was flight, and what better way to marry that with a desire to help one's adopted country than to become a fighter pilot? Initially, he was rejected by the Royal Flying Corps on the grounds of having defective eyesight. But, undaunted, Indra sold his motorcycle so he could pay to see a specialist for a second opinion. The doctor said, your eyes are fine, and Indra took the doctor's letter to the RFC, and on July 5th, 1917, Indra was allowed to join. Indra was just a ball of energy and joy. He loved being a pilot. He was freakishly good at it, and all of his fellow pilots just adored him. At only 18, he was already doing stunt flying at a level way beyond his years and even beyond his experience. Indeed, he was a model pilot. On December 6th, seven months after he enrolled in the RFC, Indra was shot down by a German fighter pilot. 
When the plane was found, he was unconscious. Rescue attempts were made, but he was pronounced dead. His body was moved to the local morgue and laid out. The mortician locked the door to the embalming room and was about to leave for the night when he heard banging and yelling in French from behind the door. Terrified, he finally worked up the courage to open the door and there was Indra. Injured, but very much not dead. He was sent back to England to convalesce, where he spent most of his time in bed sketching airplanes. The RFC was now adamant that it was not safe for him to return to the skies, but he pestered them nonstop until they realized how futile it would be to keep him from fighting. So Indra returned to his beloved plane in squadron number 40 in June of 1918. Indra doubled down on his goal of becoming the best fighter pilot, and within his first month in the sky, he took down his first German plane in a dogfight over northern France. And he was off, literally. In the next two weeks, he shot down 10 planes. 10 planes in 170 hours of flying time. That is unheard of. This made him a flying ace twice over. A flying ace is anyone with five or more confirmed enemy takedowns. Three of those planes that he took down were the infamous Fokker D7s, a combat craft so legendarily deadly that part of the eventual armistice agreement between Germany and the Allies included the handing over of all of these planes. Unfortunately, the Fokker D7s would have their revenge. On July 22nd, four of them encircled 19-year-old Indra. He fought like a caged tiger, taking down two of the four, but the relentless gunfire eventually caused his plane to burst into flames, falling into German-occupied territory. The loss of young Indra was devastating to his family, naturally, as well as to his comrades who loved him deeply. Yet his reputation was so widely known and so deeply revered that even the Germans paid respect to the loss of such a worthwhile opponent. Following Indra's death, the Red Baron, Manfred von Richthofen, dropped a wreath over Indra's crash site. Two months later, Indra became the first Indian to be awarded the Distinguished Flying Cross. His body was laid to rest at Estevelles Communal Cemetery in the commune of Estevelles in northern France. Indra's nephew, Sobruto Mukherjee, also went on to become a fighter pilot during the Second World War, and he became the chief of air staff of the Indian Air Force. My sources today were Wikipedia and The Better India. Thank you so much for joining me for our birthday celebration of Indra Lal Roy. Please join me December 8th when we celebrate the birth and life of pioneering pediatrician Dr. Ernst Morrow, whose carrot soup saved the lives of countless children. See you then. Thank you.